Hello and welcome to Sacred Heart Radio. I'm Father Michael Delcom, pastor of our community, and I'm grateful you've joined us today. Before we dive into today's message, I want to thank you for your support. At Sacred Heart, we're super excited about our mission to encounter Jesus and become missionary disciples. None of this would be possible without the incredible generosity and dedication of our supporters like yourself. Whether it's through prayer, time, or financial contributions, you allowed us to carry out our mission and touch the lives of countless individuals. If our ministry has helped you along the way, either with this podcast or with our online streaming, please consider financially partnering with us if you're not doing so already. We want to continue our virtual presence in an ever-challenging world, and your support allows us to do that. You can visit shbrusard.org and click the Give button. There you can find ways to support and partner with us on our mission. Another way to support us in our mission is just to share this content with others. Again, on behalf of our team, thank you for listening today. Let's get to today's content as we grow together. It's not often we get to come to Mass and hear and pay attention to the readings that are almost perfectly in line, the first reading with the Gospel. Jesus is speaking again, as the Gospel says today, to the chief priests and elders of the people. He says, hear another parable. He's telling the chief priests, the the religious of the time, the wise people of the time, he's telling them stories. They're stories about something else, but they are directed towards them. He doesn't want to embarrass them, doesn't want to call them out directly, but in a very indirect way, we're not going to call it passive aggressive, but in a very indirect way, he's basically saying, I'm talking about you without talking about you. And he quotes Jesus almost word for word, the prophet Isaiah. He tells the story about a vineyard, the owner of the vineyard. Just in case we didn't get it, this is what Jesus is basically saying. The owner of the vineyard is God the Father. The tenants are the ones he entrusts the vineyard to. Those are the elders of the people. Those are the chief priests. Those are the teachers. And those are the Israel. So Israel, God's chosen people, are the ones that God the Father has entrusted the vineyard to. And as you know, in the Old Testament, God brought uh, prophets to the people when they were wayward from God's commandments. The prophets were asking them to repent, to turn away, to show basically for what they have been entrusted to with. And so he says, but the tenants seized the servants. One they beat, another they killed, a third they stoned. That's what they did to the prophets. They killed the prophets. They didn't want to hear what the prophets had to say. The prophets were basically holding them accountable. Their thought was, if we can just kill the people, silence those who are holding us accountable to what God gave us, somehow it would be ours. Almost holding the church sabotage as if the church was theirs. And then God the Father in his generosity, which seems so ridiculous, in the story it says this, finally he sent his son as if they would treat his son any differently than they did the prophets. Now, Jesus is telling the story to people who would eventually turn him in, betray him, and kill him. He's telling the story about himself. Can you imagine that? Jesus is telling the story about his father who sent his son, 
and Jesus is the son telling the story to the people who are going to kill him. There's a lot going on here. And at the end, he says, therefore the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. Speaking to the Jewish people saying, the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to someone else who will be more accountable, who will be more responsible, who will be more grateful, who will be more charitable. A couple of things here. Jesus' message, the church, the vineyard, is not ours. It belongs to God. Second thing, God has welcomed us to work in his vineyard, to cultivate, to labor. It's a gift. Everything is gift. He has brought us into the opportunity to experience the kingdom of God here on earth and experience the kingdom of God forever in heaven. So you are the ones, Christians are the ones that Jesus, God has basically taken it away from and given it to. We are the ones. Three. This parable has a lot of power. It was directed towards the chief priests, the elders, and the Jewish people. But I would warn us not to read this as if it's only directed towards them. I would allow it to be directed towards us. What if Jesus were to say the same parable about us today? I took it away from them. I gave it to you. And you didn't do anything with it. you're a theologian and you read a lot of theology, you might come across Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He talks about cheap grace. He talks about the scandal of us Christians and how we live under this guise of cheap grace. As if God died for us and doesn't ask anything of us in return. Christians who live as if it's all about me. We just take, 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 take. And we don't give God anything. As if the cross would not cost us anything. That's cheap grace. The story of the parable, the vineyard, is that Jesus entrusts, God entrusts the church. He entrusts the vineyard. He entrusts our lives with a great possession, but he expects a return. Where is the fruit? The fruit from your life, from my life. How are you loving other people? How are you serving other people? How are you, all the corporal works of mercy, the spiritual works of mercy, how are you taking care of those in need around you? How are you visiting the sick, visiting those in prison? How are you clothing the naked? feeding the hungry? How are you loving with your lives? Or do you keep your life for yourself? That's the fruit. 
it's easy for us to, to hear a story and say, gosh, those Jewish people, if they would have only known. How about we just let this, if we are bold enough to apply to us, how are you examining your life? How am I, Father Michael? How am I producing fruit? How am I grateful for what God has given me? Or do I just live? Do I just live as if God's grace is cheap? It doesn't require much of me. I want a discount. Well, Jesus' grace is not cheap. It cost him everything. The Father was way more generous than I would have ever been. Just listen to the verdict. Jesus tells the story to the people he's talking to and about, and he says, what do you think the landowner would do? And they said, certainly seize them and kill them and give the vineyard to someone else. They condemn themselves with their own answer. Let us not condemn ourselves with our own actions, our lack of action. Evaluate yourself this week. How am I producing fruit? How is our church producing fruit? We live in America, there is a danger, a terrible danger of being spoiled, of being entitled. That's just as Americans. But we can take that attitude and that behavior and we can bring it into the church and we can be spoiled and entitled. We can think just of ourselves. We can want the church for ourselves. We can say, this is mine. Stories right here, it's scary. Grace isn't cheap. It's not cheap for you, it's not cheap for me. It does cost something. Great benefits but Jesus will hold us accountable for the fruit that we bear in our lives.